everyone, and welcome to World Travel Escapes podcast, where we share our travel experiences on places we have visited worldwide. We're your hosts, Beth and Chris Doyle, and today we're talking about the Grand Canyon. Beth, tell us where the Grand Canyon is. The Grand Canyon National Park is located in Arizona, and it encompasses about 277 miles of the Colorado River and the adjacent lands. Uh, the canyon itself has layers and bands of colorful rocks that reveal millions of years of geologic history. Words can't describe how beautiful this is. You have to actually see it to believe it. The pictures do not do it justice. And lucky you, you got to go to it. That's awesome. I, I've never been, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. Yes, I spent a whole weekend there, so it was inside the park, so I stayed inside the park, so that was super, super fun. Now, just so you know, there is a state park fee charge per vehicle to enter the Grand Canyon National Park, and you can either do that online, or you could do it at the visitor center that's just outside the entranceway. Not only are the views spectacular, there are many different activities you can do within the Grand Canyon, including hiking. There's so many trails to go on, but just make sure you check in advance to see which ones are right for you, because some of them are pretty strenuous. There's also biking, so you can bring your bike and bike around the trails. The most popular one is the Hermit Road Greenway Trail, and it's located between the Abyss and Hermit Rest. It offers a bicycle path along the rim in certain areas, and it's just beautiful. Just going along there and just seeing those breathless views as you're biking along is just something to experience. Now, there's also Mule Rides, which is super popular, but just so you know, you do need to book it up 13 months in advance. Are you talking like mule rides, like from the Brady Bunch mule rides when they went down the side of the hill on the mules? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So some mule rides up and down the mountain. Yes. And more importantly, did you get to do the mule ride? Unfortunately, I did not do the mule rides. I went within the 13 months and they were completely booked. I can't even believe they book up that much in advance, but they actually do. And probably it stems from the Brady Bunch. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I was going to go there now that I know about this mule ride, that's like went up to number one on my list when I go visit for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The other things that are to do there is the tours. They have ground tours. That um, like bus tours that take you around in the different sections. There's also rafting tours of the Grand Canyon, which I have not done, but I've heard they are really fun. There's also Hummer tours, airplane and helicopter tours. And helicopter tours are really, really popular. So they take you right down into the canyon really low. So you get a really great glimpse of what it looks like to be inside the canyon and looking up at these the beautiful rock formations. So were you able to do any of these things while you were there? The only thing I really did was uh, we, we got there, we stayed in the park. Inside the park, there's going to be an area where you can go to a visitor center. And inside there, they have all the information you need to know within the Grand, the Grand Canyon National Park. They talk about tours. They talk about where to go, what to see. They have trails. So if you want to go biking, that's where you get your trails. If you want to go hiking, that's where you can also get maps. Uh, if you just want to drive around, I mainly just drove around the outside on the outside of the Grand Canyon, viewed all the different areas. Uh, there was different spots where it would take you to a certain area sightseeing part. And along the way, there's pretty views. You can get out and take pictures. It's just a great, great place to go to for a weekend and enjoy it. So you recommend uh, taking a weekend to go enjoy it or would somebody need longer than that? I think you could enjoy it at a weekend, depending on what you want to see and do. If you wanted to do hiking, 
touring, rafting, all that stuff, helicopter tours, you might be a little longer, but I think a weekend is a really a good, get a good feel of the Grand Canyon. All right. Well, speaking of that, what are some of the must-sees? And when you went there, you found out, you know what, if you're going to go to the Grand Canyon, this is what you have to see. You have to do this. Do you have any of those? Well, first of all, um, just so you know, there's four rims that you can view the Grand Canyon from. There's the South Rim, the North Rim, the West Rim, and the East Rim. The place I visited was the South Rim, and it's also the most popular area to visit. It features the vast, expansive views, and it is open year-round. So are these rims labeled? Like, do you go go up to it and it says, this is the South Rim? This is the West? Oh, they are. Okay. All right. They are labeled. And some of the rims, the um, East Rim, doesn't have a lot to see from it. There's things to see, but it's not as popular as the West and the South. Because of the views? Because the activities. Because of the views. The views are, are different in the different areas. Most people start with the South Rim, and then next time they go, they go to the West Rim. So when I when I drove from Las Vegas, it took about three hours, and the way it routed me was mostly landscape, open land, and it was kind of boring. There wasn't really much to see. And there's just so you know, there's not a whole lot of rest areas as well. They But when I drove back to Las Vegas, we took Route 66, and when we did that, there was a lot more to see. Um, plus, you're on the famous Route 66, and they have a lot of unique rest restaurants and stores well i probably would have to do it that way because i don't want to be driving and seeing nothingness i love to have to see little quaint little unique restaurants and stores and stuff i'd rather stop off at little places than just look at nothingness i guess right absolutely it's it's so much nicer to go that route 66 way than to go the other way now route 66 takes a little bit longer to go get to vegas but i think it's well worth it that way you're not driving three hours and just looking at at the dirt (laughs) right right yeah absolutely So I just want to say, too, if you do visit the West Rim, the most popular thing to do there is to go on the glass skywalk. Um, And that is actually the skywalk itself is 70 feet out over the Grand Canyon. And you can look down and you see nothing but air between you and the bottom of the canyon. It is actually quite amazing. And the view is spectacular. I have not experienced this yet. And it's something that I really want to go back and see sometime in, in the near future. And do they, when you do it, do they charge a fee to do it? Yes, there is a fee to go out onto the glass skywalk. Yes. How long do you think the walk is? Skywalk? Oh, you could probably get through it and probably not that. It depends on how many, how long you want to stay out there viewing the canyon. It's just a horseshoe. You can start at one side and go to the other. Probably if you were to walk the whole thing quick, it's like a couple of minutes, but not even. So I probably personally spend quite a few, quite a bit of time out there just looking at the view, taking some great pictures. So I guess if I were to stop there, I probably would think it'd be probably a good half hour to 45 minute stop, depending on how busy it actually is there. Sometimes it gets very crowded. Of course, the summertime is going to be very, very crowded. So were you able to see both the uh, West Rim and what, did you say you went to the um, South Rim and the in the West Rim? I went to just the South Rim. Okay. I did not go to the West Rim, but the West Rim is actually closer to Las Vegas than the South Rim. But I went to the South Rim because the views that you see from the South Rim are the views that you actually see in pictures and magazines and books that you've um, seen throughout the years. That's actually where those views are from the South Rim. So is the South and the West Rim, like, can you do that in one day or is it something that would take more time? They're about an hour between the two. 
So you really can only go to one per day. I'd say you, you would do the South Rim for one weekend, and then you can go to the West Rim and do that one a different weekend. Because it's really a lot of walking, a lot to see. The Grand Canyon is enormous. So there's a lot of more to do, though, in the South Rim. There's all those hiking trails. There's all the You can drive to a tra- drive the trail, get off and hike down. To, it's not strenuous at all. Like hike down to the observatory or hike down to see what is um, overlooking the canyon and get some really, really unique views. So when you go to the West Rim, is there, I know you said that they had the Skywalk, but is there still hiking over there too, if people wanted to do that as well? You can hike it and you can also drive the car, bike it. You can do the same things as you can at the South Rim, except there's not as much to do like over there. Not as much, it's not as vast. So the mules aren't over there? Is that what you're saying? They're only on the South? The mules are on the South. <laughs> Okay, well, I just want to make sure I go to the right rim when I go. <laughs> um, and then what would you say was the the most fun thing you did of all the activities there? So of all the activities, I would definitely, definitely, definitely stay for the sunrise and sunset. But the only two ways to do that is to stay within the park. The sunsets and the sunrises are just amazing. People actually go there just to stay there, just to see that. That would be one of those would be my favorite two things. Okay. So talking about staying there, where would be some, are there, what places are there to stay? And in addition to that, is there any place to eat inside that area inside the park? Yes. There's actually five hotels that are located within the South Rim Grand Canyon National Park. Two of the places I would recommend are the Yavapai Lodge East, and that's where I stayed. It's more like a setup of a hotel, two floors, got the, got your basic room. It's located within the forest, but across the street from the large mercantile store. And they also have their own tavern restaurant, the Yavapai Tavern Restaurant. And you can get any kind of food you want over there. You can order off the menu, or I'm not sure they have the buffet right now, but they had a buffet at the time. Also, the next one I would highly, highly recommend, and it's actually the most popular place there is the Bright Angel Lodge. That one is actually located right next to the rim. Like you literally walk out your door and the walkway to the canyon is right there. It's the closest place to stay near the Grand Canyon Rim. It's super busy. So if you want to stay there, you need to make reservations really, really early. So as far as eating, all five hotels have restaurants in them. All of them are different. Some of them are just burgers. Some of them are Italian. Some of them are the deli. Any kind of food you'd like to have is in pretty much in one of those five restaurants there. So those would be the places you can eat within the park. And my suggestion, too, is to do a picnic. You know, you can always go and get a deli sandwich from one of them and go sit out on a lovely view of the canyon and just enjoy the view. Well, a, a question that's coming to mind for me is, uh, are there restrooms located anywhere in the park other than the hotels? Like if you're hiking, where would there be restrooms? The restrooms are going to be located pretty much where you would go to an observatory, or if you go to a certain destination point on, on, a, on the map, there will be restrooms located those in the probably the busiest areas is where they're going to be located, but they are throughout the park. So you don't have to worry about going and having to find one um, and you're, and you're stuck in some remote area. Just they're well marked on the map. So just make sure you have your map when you're inside the park. It tells you exactly where to go um, for sightseeing. It tells you where those restrooms are located. So you can kind of maybe figure out where you want to be at what time. 
and it tells you where the restaurants are located, all that information. And like I said, the Welcome Center is a wealth of knowledge. You can actually see all the different types of wildlife that are in there. So some of these places when you stay at overnight, for instance, the Yavapai Lodge East, I actually saw elk and deer. I saw a lot of elk and deer just wandering around freely. And so that's so unique to see while you're staying in there because when you get up at like four o'clock in the morning to watch the sunrise, you get to see that and then bring your coffee. And then when you're walking back, you generally see the animals because they're all up early. So when you were staying at that lodge, um, you were able to see the sunset from that place or did you have to actually leave the lodge to walk over to the rim or or something? No, we had to leave the lodge. We actually drove to the place where we had to see where we got to see the sunrise because there is a specific areas and they are marked on the maps that they give you of where you can best view these sunrises and sunsets. We did both. We got up really early and went and did it and we stayed at, you know, went over there at dusk to view the sunset. Only thing you can do is stay in the park to do that. You have to stay in the park. Because they close the gates at a certain time they close the gates at dusk and then they open probably somewhere around eight i can't exactly remember the time but it's well after sunrise were there a lot of people there for the sunrise and sunset there were a lot of people there there's a lot of people videoing it there was a lot of people taking pictures there was more people than i expected to be there because everybody just wants that perfect picture Right, right. So when you, so where you go to see this, is it just basically like a parking lot on the side of the rim and you get out and go look? Or is it like an area that has like a welcome center building and then you go out behind it? No, it's actually, it's you park down below and then you walk up some stairs to the top of it and you walk over to the rim. And there's actually, they're used to people going there. So they have benches set up. They actually have a viewing area that you can go to and just, you can sit down and, and, and you know, bring a blanket and you know watch just watch the sunset and sunrise some people sit near the cliff i would not recommend sitting on the cliff though people do it but it's just just something unique that you would get to see and do and just enjoy and you make a lot of new friends as well because there's a lot of people there with you to, to talk to so if i wanted to go there and i didn't want to drive do you do, do you know if vegas offers like bus tours or anything out there to go to the canyon and did they come back the same day or do they have tours where like you actually stay out there at the hotels and come back the next day they actually do offer tours from vegas vegas it's you could they do actually have one day two day tours the most popular is the one day it's probably going to be more like a 12 hour tour so you would leave vegas really early in the morning and you'd go because you have to be out of the canyon by by dusk so sometimes at six o'clock at night so you probably might be leaving at five o'clock in the morning six o'clock in the morning at vegas drive there and then they take you around by bus to all the areas that you need to see to the, for the grand canyon they let you get out they you walk around Sometimes lunch is provided, sometimes it's not, but they will definitely tell you where you can go eat lunch if they didn't have anything planned for you. So even if you took a bus tour and you were already in the park, they still would make the bus leave and you wouldn't be able to see the sunset, right? Correct. Okay. So stay there if you want to see the sunrise or sunset or both. Yeah. And there's a, there's also the Grand Canyon Railway. That's another way to, to get there. And that's close to Phoenix. That's located close to Phoenix. You take that right into the park. It goes directly there and it actually stops just outside the Angel Lodge, the Bright Angel Lodge. It's a great, unique way to see the canyon as well because it does go by it a little bit, but it's a great direct way to get to from there as well. And that's probably about an hour and a half train ride. So you take it from Phoenix and then it goes to the South Rim? Yes, it goes to the South Rim. All the stuff I was talking about is South Rim. 
Okay, that would be cool. So you go from Phoenix, jump on a train, head down there, stay at the Bright Angel Lodge, spend a couple of days, jump back on the train and go back to Phoenix. Yes, it's actually, it stops in what they call it is the Grand Canyon Village. And that's an area with a bunch of different things going on as far as shops. And because it's a, a canyon, it shows you all the different types of ways they used to live back then with the iron and the ore and the and the railways and how those operated and how that you know, came about and what happened to it. It tells you great, great, great information on that. So, I mean, I would, I would, I have not taken it, but I would recommend taking it to the Grand Canyon just to experience that or, or take it from the Grand Canyon just to get an experience. Are you talking about the train? Yes. So you have to, the train is something you can go to the Grand Canyon and jump on and take it somewhere. Yes. Yeah, so you take it from Phoenix or to Phoenix. Oh, okay, so what's this little village you were talking about, though? The village is inside the canyon. You can park your car and walk to it. It's just an area where a lot of people gather. It's actually located right near the Bright Angel Lodge, and it's got different buildings you can go into, and there's some little, some stores and stuff. It's very small stores, but it's more like a village because that's kind of like how the Old West was. It kind of has a setting of that, so you can kind of experience what it felt like. Oh, that sounds fun. I never knew. I never even heard of this. Okay. Yeah, Great. so that's inside that canyon. So that's also another cool thing cool thing to kind of do. Yeah, definitely. Well, I definitely, this is on my bucket list of places to go. Just haven't been there yet. Do you have anything else you can think of that we would need to know if we were planning a trip there? So the only other thing is the Green Canyon. It doesn't quite, it doesn't leave Phoenix Center. It actually leaves Williams, Arizona, which is very close to Phoenix. So if you were going to fly into Phoenix, you could just take a vehicle, a taxi, Uber, or drive yourself to Williams, Arizona, and that's where you would get on the train. And they offer a place to stay for the night if you wanted to, to go in one day and go on the train the next day into the park. And then you could go back the same day if you wanted to, or you stay in the park. So that's kind of really the for um, stay, for getting to the canyon and enjoying it in a unique way. That is what I would kind of do. But it's it's I would highly recommend visiting the Grand Canyon at least once in your life. The views are so spectacular, I can't even describe it. And pictures do not do it justice. The uh, memories that you have will they'll last a lifetime and I don't even, I don't even I can never forget all the beautiful views I saw and I would, can't wait to go back and see them again. Do you think it would be a place people would go to even if the weather maybe wasn't ideal? It's definitely not a place to go to if the weather is not ideal. You need to be able to get out of the out of your vehicle or walk or hike. So if it's raining or if it's bad weather or if it's snowing you probably don't want to go there. But if the snow stops, it's probably going to be beautiful to see. When I went, it was summertime, and summertime was a great time to see it. The weather was beautiful. The sights were gorgeous. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, you know what? That's some good information. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing all that with us. Any last minute thoughts? No, I think the the only thing I'm, if anybody has any questions or if anybody wants more information on anything I talked about today, you know, just reach out to us, go to the, one of our websites and let us know. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us talk about the Grand Canyon. Uh, I hope you all get a chance to go there and enjoy it as much as Beth did. And I'm sure she'll go back again someday to enjoy it even more. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe and support our podcast and feel free to leave a review. Also, let us know if there's a specific destination you would like us to talk about. You can find us on our websites at relaxandenjoyvacations.com and meetingplanningforyou.com. 
We'll see you next week where we will continue to share our world travel escapes.